0: Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Milica Jelinic.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelinic. But guess what? We got a ho- co host this month. How's it get better than that? Lori Scott is joining us this month for a month of enlightening and amazing questions to look at, things to explore. Um, We actually started, when we were discussing what we were going to create for this month, we started with this idea of busting out of all kinds of uh, slave mentality stuff. Um, And I was, like, really excited about that, and I still am really excited about that. So I kind of got on this... um, um, mode where I was like questioning all these places in my life where I have missed that I've become slave to something or um or where I think I've mastered something and maybe I haven't, maybe there's more there to to um to learn or to be or to choose. And so Lori has um so kindly agreed to be my co-host this month, so we can explore this more. And Laurie Scott is actually uh, a friend of mine from Facebook. I have only ever met her on Skype and Facebook, and one day I get to meet her in person. I hope. Um, Laurie is the healer. Uh, she's been a body worker and energy worker for 25 years. Um, she's also a world traveler, and she's pioneering a new level of consciousness in the field of travel adventure. How fun does that sound? You get to not only explore consciousness, you get to explore the world, and you get to explore both of them through the medium of each other. So um, if you'd like more information on what travel adventure is and how you can join Laurie on her conscious travel adventures, you can go to www.living-in-magic.com. Um, She's also created another project called the Carousel of Consciousness Club, and it's a membership club with the target of clearing and expanding into the expansive energy of 2015 and beyond, and you can also find that at livinginthemagic.com and go to Carousel of Consciousness Club. And to find her on Facebook, she has a page called Earth University. And that's University spelled Y O U N I V E R S I T Y. And you can find lots of information on there. So um, please join Lori on her creation and exploring that ride of life on the Carousel of Consciousness Club. She uses tools of intuition and awareness. And she's really excited to assist people in their own journey. And she's really got this, like, to me, Laurie's got this potency through her kindness, and so she facilitates uh, through a softer, kinder um, kind of way and approach compared to sometimes what I do, which is um, being a torpedo and blasting the poop out of things. Yeah. There's doing it, yeah, sometimes I'm calm, but oftentimes I am like a torpedo. <laughs> so, um, there are times where I'm like, no, man, I'm not taking that shit, and I'm going to have to kill you or be killed, and I will not be killed. So, <laughs> so I am uh, yeah. I'm super grateful that you show tonight. Oh, and, good. Thank you. And with our topic, how cool is our topic tonight? I know. It's Slavery and and so and how wise and awesome are we to pick it during the month of Black History Month? I know there is some kind of I know there was a connection there when you chose it and it was like, wow! Not only is this could be slightly controversial and interesting in that way, and I also felt like there was a lot of energy around it, so that we could really tap into the energy of all of that, not just like the slavery of um, the times of you know slavery in America, but it's like what that actually means, enslavement, and how we do that, and being the pleasure zone. We're just taking it to the level of how we've done that in sex, in our lives, and like where have we done that that's actually stopped us in so many ways, chosen to be um, the slave. Did you look up the meaning slave by any chance,
2: Lori? Um, I have not. And how does this speak, you Cool. Is it better?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, that's cool. I, I, yeah, I maneuver myself.
1: Awesome.
2: Um, I have not looked up the word slavery, but if, as it would, I've been that's seeing it everywhere, and everyone true. is. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh wow. And uh, that—that's a good question. I will see um, I, I, that breaks. I'll look. It.
1: I did look it up actually. I just wondered if you had too. So I I looked up on etymology.com. It's one of my favorite sites for finding meanings of words. What I liked about it, um, the meaning that I found was that it gave meanings from different cultures as well. Um oh, in, yeah, so it's from so in the English word it came from the old written word um that meant surfer slave, which is like a really common meaning that we know that it means like enslavement or you know somebody who um has basically no rights in a way, and then it went on to talk about um the old English word for slave it was actually related to another word um. And anyway, then they also gave the explanation of the word slave in Slavic. And because I'm Slavic, I was like, hey, I want to look at this. I'm oh, wow. only Slavic in this embodiment, and my father was Serbian, so therefore I have Slavic background. And that intrigues me. Like, I was like, oh, like, what else does this mean in other languages? So the Slavic word for slave, uh, so it's also Russian, Serbo Croatian, um, Slavonic. Uh, The word was rob, and and in Russian it's rab, and in Slavonic it's rabu, and there are other Slavonic words, so what the root actually meant was orphan, when they translated it, so I was like, well that's interesting, and it meant that it was this, what's that? Like an orphan, like a child, yeah, like somebody who's uh, parentless, right? Um, and the ground for that is, like, they actually went on to say that orphan for them um, seems to be the, it's the thing that challenges an allegiance. I was like, well, that's interesting. So in the case yeah. of um, slavery, in that word, that word, r- r- rob, or actually the root word of robot. Wow. And I was like, whoa, robot? That is so cool. Because to me, it's like, okay, so this whole thing about being robotic and not really like coming from a place of consciousness. It's like, what have we been programmed to buy about being a slave? I was like, what? That's crazy cool.
2: So that's
1: what I got of that. And I thought that was pretty awesome. And so like during dinner, I brought up this conversation at the dinner table about um, slavery and stuff. And um, my daughter, who's six, she was like, She's like, Oh yeah, just like so casual. She's like, Yeah, it's kinda like, Yeah, I remember those lifetimes. Yeah, no big deal. Sometimes she'll actually say stuff like that, although she very clearly remembers more of the master lifetimes as she's very used to me saying, Am I your slave in this lifetime? I don't think
0: so. <laughs> and, <laughs>
1: and she'll be like, uh, okay, sorry, mommy, yeah, right, not this lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's cute, right? Wow. <clears throat> yeah so, yeah yeah tell me what the energy around like that whole slave master thing comes up for you.
2: um the piece that I wanted to start with, which I thought was totally fascinating, is how much have we enslaved our own body to our points of views and uh and everyone else's points of view, so are you a, have you enslaved your own body? Have you made your body a robot? to everyone else's point of view.
1: Uh, yes, indeed I have. So shall we just destroy yes. and uncreate all that crap? Yes, <laughs> shall we. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah. so let's do that right now. <laughs> right the that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Cool. Right, wrong, good, uh-huh. bad, pock, put all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And like the magic fairy dust that we just put out to the world, it shall now clear all yeah. of those places that we were robots to everybody else's robots. point of view but our bodies. Phew, yeah. that was close. I'm so glad the fairy dust came in because I was going, "Whoa!" Was good.
2: <laughs> it would have lost you in the first clearing. That's, yeah, it was, it was,
1: yeah, it would have just been gone. It was, Lori's taking over the show now. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. We
2: just, took off. <laughs> we just cleared out her body. The, the gentle touch we still had the mightest touch. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, what is slavery? You know, we, we so poo poo. Oh, and do you know that when you were talking about that, this brought me up, to, I, this came up, and there's the book Uncle Tom, and there was such a, do you know that book? It was no. an American, okay, it's an American book, that they used to teach it, and it's called, or if you're an Uncle Tom, it goes back to the slavery days, and it was very demeaning. It was very, very demeaning, like, um, for black people or for anyone or African Americans who was being Uncle Tom. It was like, oh, you're, you're selling out. You you gave up your total slave to the master, and that would be, uh, uh, the master at work, the master, uh, of society. Well, and that's how I always knew it when, oh, he's just being an Uncle Tom with someone who wasn't a very good character, and who was sliding, who was slighting himself. Well, I read the book, it's about 800 pages, and it's an old English, it was written in maybe the, the uh, 1916, 1917, it was the beginning of the movement to get rid of slavery in the United States. Well, when you read the book, it was so fascinating because it hasn't had anything to do with that. He was a man who was very religious, and he went through all these trials and tribulations, and he never lost his faith. And in the book, at the end of the book, he becomes enlightened. And they, they say it he goes up, oh, he found God, he became enlightened, and he knew nothing would touch him. And he just said to the guy who was a physical white master, you can do whatever you want to do to me. you are not my master God is and and he he transformed the energy of the plantation. all the other slaves became enlightened because of him, and there was no more reaction. Well, after a while, the masters had to the physical master had to kill him because he was like Christ, he was like gandhi, nothing he didn't allow anything to touch him and they had to kill him because he was going to transform all of consciousness and there wasn't going to be any more slavery and there wasn't going to be, you know, no one was going to do what they said. So that was the end of him. But I was like, whoa. And so our connotation of it is that he was a woman, and that's not it at all. He was a totally enlightened being who they had to take down, just like most, what we used to have to take down, enlightened beings. So anywhere and everything that we've ever been entrained and told and misaligned and lied about what the power of the Uncle Tom story in any level, any consciousness, any uh, societal um lies, I would ask that we all destroy and uncreate that. Mm-hmm
1: that, right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot, all uh, nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, but, yeah. But how many lives have we bought that we would, you know, have to be a slave to somebody else or that somebody else is our master or knows more than us? And any, like, you know, whether it's at school, whether it's going to a doctor who tells you, what is going on with you, with your body, and meanwhile you're like, well, that doesn't seem quite on or correct. So what if we actually know way more, and if we are not slaves to everybody else's points of view, how much could that change for us? I know it would change for me. Yeah, so even slaves to certain points of view about body images, that would change a lot for me, and certain points of view about what is sexy, right? That could change a lot for so many people that I know just right there, if we could all just just not be slaves to what um, we're being told is sexy or sexual, um, intriguing or desirable on this planet, because, man, we've bought a lot of shit around that. So let's just, just oh, try yeah. and create all the lies we bought around yeah. that, too. Right, wrong, good, bad, poc, pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. So we're like 28 seconds from our ad. Um, so we uh, will likely okay, go to good. ad, and then we'll come back and we'll get a little bit more into some stuff here.
0: By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. This month, I have an amazing co-host, Lori Scott. Um, We will be having an ad for her shortly when when all of the cool stuff is worked out. And in the meantime, I'd love for you guys to connect with her on her website, www.living-in-magic.com. Um, and you can check out her Cares of Consciousness Club. It's a membership club with the target of clearing and expanding into the expansive energy of 2015 and beyond. So she does lots of clearings on there using her, um, you know, many tools that she's learned over the years. And um, she uses intuition and awareness uh, to assist people in their own journey and facilitating a softer, kinder ride through the rough spots. So, hi, Lori. How are you?
2: Hi. Hi, Melissa. How does that
1: sound? Sounds great. So we are talking about slavery, mastery, and you know we kind of gave a bit of a background. And um, because it's the pleasure zone, we're talking about it related to sex as well. So anything that we're saying, you can also relate this to how does this apply to my sex life. So how many points of view do I also have about, like before we went to break, I was asking how many points of view... Do we have the what is sexy? How have we enslaved ourselves to try and meet the standards of society that people are telling us what sexy is or isn't or should be? Um, And how much of us have we morphed or tried to morph or totally rejected any of those concepts? Um, And either way, aligning and agreeing or resisting and reacting, we're actually creating a lot of charge with any of that. So it's like, um, that in itself creates a relationship and it can create a struggle, whether even you align and agree with it or resist and react to it, you're actually a slave to it because that's a no-choice, no-possibility environment. So how about if we uh, create space instead and then we can choose? Um, you know, Because sometimes the role of slave can work when it's a conscious choice. Sometimes the role of master can work when it's also a conscious choice. And by that I mean it's not that we're always demanding that we be in control or that we always demand that we be um, submissive. It's more about knowing that you have choice and that in this 10 seconds you could choose to be submissive or in the next 10 seconds you could choose to be a dominatrix and totally in charge. So that's really where a choice environment comes in. So I'm wondering what um when it comes to sex for people how many people are and how many of us are choosing to be slaves to old thoughts, beliefs, ideas, considerations, cal- you know, computations, all these things that we've um kind of adopted for so long about what is know what is good sex, what is happy sex, what is gonna get you an organ, what is gonna do all of these things for your body, but we've actually become a slave to these things, uh instead of being explorers and pioneers of what else could actually be enjoyable for your body. So that was yeah. a completely strange yeah. tangent I just went on, but hey, that's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: all of that. And and how many of the point of view of how much of our modeling, our entrainment about sex, it's just so preposterous, it's so unrealistic and has been both mutated because it's sugar-coated and it's also bastardized on both ends. So we really don't have a, a purity of what our bodies would like, what would really give us a joy and what is really in the potency of sexuality. I mean, what can be created in sex that we haven't even considered? Hmm.
1: I think so many things. I think we're actually like, you know, in the grand scheme of this universe, what we've explored On this planet, you know, in terms of like what we're actually aware of on this planet and in this universe, uh, I say is relative to what we are aware of uh, that we're capable with bodies. So, you know, if we're only aware of the certain planets and certain um, solar systems, that is, and how vast it actually is, I'm pretty sure that that's how much we're aware of when it comes to bodies and pleasure and anything to do with bodies and healing and transformation um, I really think we're just like really like when it comes to um so let's say I can give you a calculation because I love numbers, like it's like we know maybe one millionth of what's possible right now. So what else is possible that we could start exploring like these vast, amazing spaces that we haven't even acknowledged exist.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And we've been so enslaved to the minuscule Structure of looking at it, that and the, even the and the TV and the porn and all the porn and how, what's it been trying to get to us, get, get us to a new level, and yet, it's enslaved us
1: to, Absolutely. to nothing
2: more. Yeah, yeah.
1: And the yeah, enslavement of pornography is interesting. Just well, not not just for the people who are in it, who um, the people who are choosing to create the pornography and are um, you know feeling like they're coming from this no choice environment that they're stuck in, it, like this is their only choice for making a living. Different than the people who are choosing it and enjoying it and creating it and like really, this is like thing that gets them uh, excited to wake up in the morning that's a completely different thing than the people who are creating it from a place of feeling enslaved by it um so and then the energy of that itself that actually enslaves people's ideas and limits their concepts of what's possible in sex or how you know a woman receives an orgasm or how a man receives an orgasm and it's um it's so limiting and I literally could say that I've probably watched like four porns in my whole life. Um, and like three of them were accidental because I was with somebody who watched them all the time and I would wake up and they were on TV. <laughs> right,
2: right. Um, though I like was three it's it becomes, it's unconscious. It, it sucks them into total unconsciousness. So it doesn't even have any spark of originality. It doesn't have any spark of real life. It's just, like it becomes this unconscious drone and people who get sucked into it, they really become a slave to it. It's like they have, they can't stop. So what's behind all that? What else could they, what is really drawing them in that that um, their bodies are desiring or their psyches and it, it's just becoming so unconscious that they have to have it on 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and that—that that is what I, I did live with somebody that did that like 24 hours a day. Um, and and there was this sort of like, his life reflected that too, like nothing changed in his life. Uh, he never really made choices outside of the box, ever. Can you imagine that's what I chose? <laughs> I did that many times over and over again because I'm that cute. So, <laughs> uh-huh. oh, But
2: you're the only one who's ever done that. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, and
1: the whole planet, and you, you did it, and that's it. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and we've all probably done that robotic thing too. So, yeah. how many? Yeah, actually, I was watching Blade Runner the other night, yesterday, last night. And, and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like this 1980s movie about um, actually people being robots that aren't aware that they're robots, and they're sent off to another planet to um, be um, mercenary um, fighters. And half of them aren't even aware that they've actually are not humans. And so they've been implanted and they actually talk about these implants that these um wow. robotic beings have. And they have these very short lifespans because they're they're created so that they can be super efficient, but then they also have a very short lifespan. So they get everything done really fast, really effectively, and then they die in four years. Wow. So as I was this watching is, that last night
2: What's that Harrison Ford? Movie? Yeah, Isn't Harrison
1: was in it. Movie? Yeah, uh, Harrison yeah. Ford was in it, and he was the Blade Runner. He was the one going after them. So it was um, for me. I was watching this, going, "Wow!" So robots and slaves. And then I saw that meaning today about slaves being robots. I was like, "Interesting." Um, the interesting part was that movie was supposed to be a, what's showing up in 2019. So I was like, "Wow!" That's yeah, I went on a tangent with that. It was like so um fascinating to me that okay, not only it was so that there is this uh there is that on the planet for one. Most people who are trained military, um and I know quite a few military people, are like drone robots. They are that way. So there is not necessarily a pleasure in what they're choosing to do. Um there is this kind of um enslavement. Right, so we have these amazing yeah. beautiful beings on the planet that have now been trained to do nothing more than certain functions like a robotic function. So wow. I I kind of was like, Whoa, we've got we've got robots, literally robots everywhere. And how many places I've been a robot too, to that like slave like yeah. robotic function of no choice. It was well, kind of like mind blowing.
2: Yeah, the military end of it. The military robotics and of the violence. The robotics to the unconsciousness and the slavery of violence. And the military, the military, that's their whole thing, is to to break the spirit, the ego, you do exactly what they told. Talk yeah. about robotics.
1: Yeah, Carol wow. in our chat room is saying, yeah, so it keeps you controllable, right? Exactly. So where the where you're being controlled, there's always that master-slave relationship um, that you are now enslaved through that you know organization, through the government, through. And it was like, whoa, just kind of really looked at how many ways that we've been enslaved, but keeping it so close to um, like our bodies and how we've and how many like generations have we enslaved ourselves yeah. i could like look at my grandmother who you know gave birth um to 10 children 6 survived but she had this um you know she was basically enslaved to the idea that her job and her function on this planet was to be a baby machine and wow. you know she she derived pleasure from certain things like planting plants and certain stuff and she was a very like humble sweet um typical european babushka grandmother and she um yeah she was extraordinary in so many other ways um completely um like an amazing healer and she she her healing abilities were sort of um I guess, to me, they were shadowed by her husband because her husband was, you know, he was the man of the village. And so everything that was magic about her was more hidden. And her function was to have children. And she was like the bearer of these so-called fantastical children in this village. And they were supposed to be super proud of this. So... Like how many of us have been enslaved too to certain roles that we've no didn't even know that we got stuck with, but it's been so generational, um, and that we've been in this like no choice environment for so thinking we were in a no choice environment for so long, um, but now we're starting to turn on these lights and take off the shackles and like holy Jesus we're actually free, we're actually free yeah. people. Like everybody, do you know that you're free and you have free choice? It's like so, everywhere you didn't know that, can we f- destroy and uncreate yeah, all that? Because we yeah, have free yeah. will and we have free choice.
2: Yes, absolutely. All the that, that is, times a godzillion,
1: good and bad,
2: right and wrong, pop and pot, all my interest, boys and beyond. And all the time upon time and all the genetics and in the cellular memory, could we tap into our own cellular memory, our own bodies, our own body wisdoms, our own sexuality business, wisdom, and ask it to ourselves to just delete all the energetics that we just talked about.
1: Love it. And Thank you. It. Yes. Let's do all that now. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pockpot pot, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. I think we're supposed to head to break, Laurie, and then you can do some more amazing clearing for us on slavery <laughs> and all that okay. stuff in our bodies and like lifetimes that have been stuck in there. Yeah. Awesome.
0: By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm.
4: Join Lori Scott, body worker and energy worker for over 25 years and a pioneer of consciousness in the field of travel adventure. Join Lori's creation in exploring the Ride of Life, the Carousel of Consciousness Club. Using tools of intuition and awareness, Lori is excited to assist people in their own journey, facilitating a softer, kinder ride through the rough spots. Contact Lori at www.living-in-magic.com you can also like her Earth University page on Facebook. Expand the energy in your life this year through her Carousel of Consciousness Club and become a member today.
0: This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitsa Yelenich To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melissa at Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melissa Yelinich, and I have an amazing co-host for all of February, Lori Scott. Yay, Lori! Yay, I am. Yay. Yay can you um so what like inspired you to choose this whole topic of um slavery uh, especially when we were talking about like what you'd like to create um on this and um it's kind of funny cuz we talked the other day and you were like i don't know if we could fill a whole month on slavery and i'm like actually i think we could <laughs> but even if we don't we're just we will talk about it today for sure
2: yeah you know what um got me started is before I even talked to you, I was walking around and I had a—I just had this sense of something—and I, I stopped and sat down and asked a bunch of questions, like, "Wow!" And I literally saw the energy of the slave matrix, uh, I, and that may sound a bit bizarre to some people, but I—it it came to me in, and it was this huge energetic field. I it had plugs in it and and it, like I saw it in that form and it was asking for its own freedom. It wanted something new and that's when we contacted each other that evening and that's when I knew it had to be about slavery and I had not put any two bits together about the month of February and and also I hadn't been paying any attention to other things going on in the world. And after that, I got a couple emails and Facebooks on that people, The literally the energy of the slave matrix is collapsing. And my experience of it, it wasn't really collapsing. It wanted something totally new. And it wasn't an, an evil thing. It was more like, oh, please, I'm ready for change too. It was like mm-hmm. a little... Uh, it was like a puppy looking for acknowledgement, and by acknowledgement, it would change. It's it's so ready for its own experience to be different than what we've been experiencing. Like the whole planet, the whole everything, the animals, our psyches, our bodies, our sexuality, our societies are all looking for something new. And that. I love that. Uh, it's
1: just asking, I love that it's asking for change. <laughs> like, okay, do I'm done now, I need a haircut. This whole thing about Slave Matrix doesn't work for me anymore. I want a new look. I want something else to exactly. do. <laughs> so yeah, but exactly. it's not like not even like yeah, there's no judgment about it. I'm such an awful bad thing. No, it's just like, hey, yeah, yeah. I need something new. I'm done with this. This job's done. <clears throat> it's awesome. Exactly. I love that that energy that you got on that, that it's like not it's not judging what it was itself. or
2: Yeah, and it's not judging it's not itself. It's not holding on to it it 's not like in a battle it was a um it was a plea it was oh i'm so ready for something new and a gentleness to it and and just acknowledge me, just look at me, and I am ready for something new and that 's what I think is so different than what our most of our perspectives are that we have to fight it, we have to battle it, we have to Bring it to the ground, and that's what mm-hmm. I thought was. Oh no, no, it's just like here. Give me a little. Give me that light of consciousness. That nugget of, and it, uh, as many places would say, the gold of consciousness. The alchemist, and all um, from Jung to alchemist, to all through our history. But this was. Oh, just give me a nugget of, of your, love and attention, and I'm we're and free. Yep. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: that's awesome. Yeah. So in our chat room, I was saying, so I wonder what the effect will be on the people who are making buckets of money, or power, or whatever, from holding it in place. So true. So we do have like that is that that a part of that matrix of slavery at the very top of that? You know, we've got the people, the money makers of the world. Um, I was watching. Uh, uh, what was that? I was watching something the other day. It was a movie about like that. It was a very cool movie. Um, the guy from Procter and Gamble, isn't it? Uh, or sorry, he is one of the kids um, that was a, one of the Procter Gamble kids. Anyway, and he created this movie, and it was quite amazing. Um, and it, a lot of the information. Called, I think
2: it's Thrive. called Thrive.
1: Yes, Thrive. That's right. So, and it was um, a lot of the information was information I, I've heard. It was just really well put together Um, and it really does kind of indicate how we have been slaves to certain things for a really long time and that we do have choice like guys we can get out of this bullshit that we've agreed to for so long just like if you're in a really Mm -hmm. shitty relationship you don't have to be in that shit pile relationship forever you can actually go wow this is a pile of shit i can choose to stay in this pile of shit or oh this really stinks i'm actually out of here And for a while, you might still smell like shit when you get out of it, but you're (laughs) like, eventually that shit stink gets off of you, and you can go, oh, that's not so familiar anymore. I'll choose a new smell. Oh, this is much better. I like this better. So... Um, yeah, it's a relationship we have to this like slavery and it's a relationship we've created to poverty and that like poverty is mm. a slavery as well. And we've created these relationships with these things. And guess what, we can break them just like the slave master is a relationship. So if you feel like somebody is your master, guess what? You are their slave, and you've created a relationship to them. Are you willing to destroy and uncreate all those relationships that you have for many lifetimes over the slave, whether you're the slave and they're the master, they're the master, and you're the slave, and whoever wants to enslave who in this lifetime? Holy crap. Let's just, like, recant, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all the vendettas holding that in place right now. Right, wrong, good, bad, talk, bottle, nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because I'm not so keen on the slave-master thing anymore.
2: Exactly, exactly. Yes, Carol,
1: that was a collective sigh of relief that you just felt. (laughs) And we're all like, oh, we do not require slaves and masters anymore, and we're no longer a slave to the slave-master relationship. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Being a slave to the slave-master relationship, which how many of us have had that?
2: I know, and not even any awareness of it, and not even the inkling of, of the, the ripple effect of how, what it does to your community, to your children, to your family, and so unconscious, not even aware that it's going on.
1: Hmm. Yeah. yeah. All, ultra unconscious. And how? Yeah. yeah. And it actually so when we do that, when we create ourselves as either a slave or as a master. So when when I've created myself as a slave in relationships, I've actually shut down so much of who I am, like my potency, um, my personality, the things that actually yeah. make me fun in life, the things that actually are a contribution to the planet. When I choose to be a slave, I'm shutting me off in so many ways. But guess what? When I choose to be a master, I'm doing the same freaking thing. So what if I yeah. am neither? And what if I am yeah. who I am, and I can just contribute to the planet in so many ways without being the master or the slave. I no longer need to be in control or be submissive. It's like whatever I energy am. is a contribution, in that 10 seconds I can choose it, and it's choice.
2: Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And all that that is, and anything that won't change that, would we destroy and uncreate that, please?
1: Cool, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, nine, short, boys, and beyond.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think how many roles, and how many times have we enslaved men? How many times have we considered that, oh, it's always the man who's the slave or Mm -hmm. the master? And how many times has it really been that we have enslaved the men and we've been the unconscious master? and have totally uh, just overwhelmed the masculine.
1: Totally. That's awesome, Laurie. That makes me actually want to yeah. vomit. Let's clear it. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is yeah. so like, oh, <laughs> gross. We so do that, don't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> good. Everything that brought that. up yeah. literally makes you want to bring up and <laughs> bring down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that right. get, get bed. Bed. <laughs> <laughs> Shorts, poison, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Oh, when yeah. When you were saying that, it's like the slave, like, yeah, so enslaving people to certain roles, like I've now enslaved you to be my master, to look after me forever and ever and ever as my yeah. master. To yeah. never for me to have choice, for you to be responsible for everything in my life, so that I Ain't can that. no longer, yeah, I don't take any responsibility, I'm the slave, I'm the victim here, but... Yeah, Yeah. how much bullshit have we bought on that front? So let's just try and uncreate all that times a gazillion. Yep. Mm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, shorts, boys and beyonds. And we get to go to Mm. break in 10 seconds and when we come back, we're just going to blow your minds a little more. Awesome.
2: (laughs) Perfect. Perfect.
0: Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm.
3: Join Lori
4: Scott, body worker and energy worker for over 25 years and a pioneer of consciousness in the field of travel adventure. Join Lori's creation in exploring the ride of life, the Carousel of Consciousness Club. Using tools of intuition and awareness, Lori is excited to assist people in their own journey, facilitating a softer, kinder ride through the rough spots. Contact Lori at www.living-in-magic.com you can also like her Earth University page on Facebook. Expand the energy in your life this year through her Carousel of Consciousness Club and become a member today.
0: This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer Milica Yelenich To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelanić.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and my co-host for this month is Lori Scott. I really like what my producers just did on speeding up that ad of mine. That was very funky i liked it um, oh, good good <laughs> it's kind of funny um so one of the things like thought's kind of going through my head during the ad was how oh that's really funny so they didn't actually do anything to the ads they just sped up on their own that's even funnier so wow. one of the, the things that i uh was wondering about is like how many times i've been um slave to my body parts and like they mm-hmm. ruled over choice mm-hmm. right it's like oh i have a wet vagina i must go and use this right now oh look there's yeah. a penis i must go do something with this it's almost like robotic in the yeah. response even oh yes this plus this equals puzzle pieces go together and now uh-uh, that's awesome it works so really kind of funny
2: yeah, that doesn't add any consciousness to it where you could ask the question, well, really, will this body that I'm attracted to be nurturing and kind to my body? And um, does my body, is it really following what it wants or is it just following everyone else's robotics? Yeah. Everyone else's magnetic attraction instead of, of really is this what I would really really be nurturing and really add a new depth to my life and to a sexual experience? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so everywhere where we've been robotic that way, um responding to body parts robotically, thinking that the two parts require going together because hey, they're, you know, they seem to work together in this 10 seconds, so let's put them together and see what we can do. Uh, Let's just try and uncreate all the robotic responses in that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pot all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. We have Keisha in the back end. Keisha's actually got a show on this radio station as well on Fridays. Um, And she says she was enjoying it via mobile, and it's emancipation time. I totally agree. I'm so not interested in being a slave slave to anything, slave to my body, slave to sex, slave to... Um, Any of that, like even if those roles are being played, I certainly am not a slave to it. Um, If it's a role and I choose it, then it's a totally different story. So I like the questions, like how many of us are just a slave to conclusions?
2: yeah instead
1: of instead of questions and like conclusionary realities where everything is a conclusion and if you don't have the answer then you're just stupid but what if the questions are actually what is far greater for you um bringing you far greater awareness and also allowing you to expand your life in so many more directions you ever imagined it's not just you know north, south, east, west, right, left, up, down, and to the side. There are dimensions of space that we can go to that we're not even aware of yet, so what if we can tap into that and not be a slave to even you know any of this reality, like this reality is functioned for us for a while, and what if we're no longer a slave to it or anything that we bought is true and real in it?
2: Oh, that's brilliant. Totally.
1: Thanks. Um, I'm going to listen to it later to know what I said. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, so everything and all that that is that won't let us expand into those dimensions and those, I, the word crevices, but the crevices open up into vast expanses mm-hmm. beyond the directions. Uh, would we discern and create that? Slavery to directions. Wow! Yeah. Slavery,
3: slavery oh, to traditions. Yeah, slavery yeah. to traditions,
2: and and uh, slavery to uh, the ceremonies. Not that those aren't haven't been brilliant, but what if we can go beyond it? What if the what if those portals are now too narrow? What if the field of possibility is so vast that our old traditions of the of our ancestors don't work anymore? If anything, so are um, keeping us slowing us down, and not to be disrespectful to to our ancestors, but just as everything, time and things change. So mm-hmm. what about the slavery to
1: tradition?
2: What you know else is possible?
1: Slavery to we'll traditional willing... roles, all of that. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love
2: it. We'll Let's like
4: willing to
2: be courageous enough to change that. Go
1: ahead. Let's emancipate ourselves right now. <laughs> so everything half brought yeah. up. Wrong, good, bad, pop yeah. pod, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds.
2: Yeah, that's
1: awesome. Yeah, that's a good one. That was cool. <laughs> that actually yeah. reminds yeah. yeah, so slave, and so that whole slave to tradi- traditional roles, beliefs, um, for me I had this thing where I was also um, enslaved to certain values that I had been passed on to me um, that were probably, like, six centuries old. Um, So, yeah. And so, yeah, so Keisha asks what traditions would be someone else's point of view. Yeah. And I would say, yeah, right? So how many of those points of view of other people's, yeah. So, and just like religion, that's somebody else's point of view, too. So all the points of view that we bought from other people uh, about what's real, true, and right for us when we very well know what's going to be far more expansive. Can we just destroy and uncreate everything that doesn't allow us to know what would be the most expansive for us in our life? We have 30 yeah. seconds left, Lori, and they're all yours.
2: Oh, okay. So the whole show? We,
1: yeah, done? we got 30 seconds left. I know. That's why I said we could talk forever. Ah.
2: Wow. Okay, so I want to say I'm very grateful to be on the show. And on my website, I've put together various packages just for the Pleasure Zone people. Um, So I have three or four different options, and I wanted to share that along with the Carousel of Christmas. Cool. Cool. Thank
0: Thank you you. for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yellenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain and 5 p.m. Pacific.